0: Welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. I'm your host, Jawan, and as always, I'm joined with Tia. What's going on, Tia?
1: Hello, everyone. Um, I guess I could say TGIF, even though probably when people listen to this, it won't be Friday. But just know we're recording on Friday, so thank God it's Friday.
0: (laughs) A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And a small shout-out to Dom. Uh, Very busy doing reviews and stuff. Uh, couldn't make it on this episode, but obviously he'll be back next week. Um, so wanted to make sure to give him a huge shout out. Um, we'll be covering it in this in this episode, but we definitely have to talk about how Tia has now become the spokeswoman uh, or person, however you would like to classify it, uh, for stars uh, and specifically American Gods. Um, But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Let's start off with some DC news, Tia's favorite. Um, (laughs) Apparently,
1: Maribel, can't pronounce her last name, Verdois? Uh, let me check to see if I can help you out there. <laughs> yes. Probably, I, I like how I say that as if I can pronounce names well, but, you know. <laughs> I mean,
0: it could, it could definitely probably be better than how I just tried. Um, <laughs> but as Tia gets me the proper pronunciation of the name, she has been cast as Nora Allen in the Flash movie. Uh, Billy Crudup uh, will not return as Henry Allen due to scheduling conflicts.
1: Um by the way I feel as if it's Maribel Verdu um Verdu that's Verdu because it's V E R D U with the little like accent line on top of the U so okay. I feel like I'm right there but I I may not be <laughs> I
0: like it let's go with it Verdu um it sounds french right <laughs> um but I, I I mean yes I'm very happy for for Maribel um this is you know I, I've I'm not familiar with her but movies like this are definitely something to kind of push people more into the um the forefront and you know if she's Nora it means she's spoiler alert for people out there but she's gonna die in this movie probably more than once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. that's like
1: anyone who's cast as Uncle Ben you're like oh you're you're going to die then
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. You're not meant to, to live, but I bring that up to say, um, you know, since she's probably going to be in the movie, you know, it, if, if it's based off of the animated flashpoint, Nora was in it, um, you know, a good amount in that animated movie, you know, not a lot, but um, definitely more than just dying. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I don't know where, where they're going with this movie. I don't know how loosely they're tying it to flashpoint. Um, but, you know, she's going to be giving out some good, uh, dramatic, dramatic scenes. You know, that scene where reverse flash kills, uh, kills, kills Nora Allen is pretty, pretty, pretty hard to watch. Um, yeah. but I'm very upset that because they couldn't get this movie figured out years ago, I now have to see a movie without Billy. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I thought he was great. Um, excuse me. As, as uh, Henry Allen and the theatrical cut, it was only, I only, my feelings for him only grew more uh, with me being able to check out the Snyder cut. Um, he just like, him and Ezra have this thing back and forth that I really, really, really enjoyed. Um, and I like the idea of all the past Watchmen characters kind of seeping through into the DCEU. Um, So I'm very upset with this, but little caveat, maybe this frees up Billy for down the road for being um, Jay Garrick. So, you know, definitely something to leave out there for a shred of possibility. If he no longer can be Henry Allen, he could be Jay Garrick down the road. And I think that'd be a lot of fun um because then you can really play off of the idea like you look really familiar you know and it's kind of like a nod to us that he was originally Henry Allen um but Tia I'm done talking I'm sorry your thoughts <laughs> on the um on the casting for Nora Allen and our loss of Billy Crudup as Henry Allen
1: well I wanted to say that um also if like let's say hypothetically he came back as Jay Garrett it also would be a nod to what they're doing in the CW Flashverse, where you have the same guy playing Henry Allen as you do playing the real Jay Garrick. I I forget how many seasons you watched of the Flash. I think you kept on oh, longer than I did. Yeah, I'm still watching. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I stopped after season three. So, <laughs> but those first two seasons to me still were the best um and i love that actor who plays henry allen and jay garrett so to me it's like i i think because you know my feelings about the current dceu is that i have held on so much admiration to the cw flash that those characters those actors to me feel like who i envision as these characters i never felt that sort of attachment to the film version of these characters but um believe it or not as much as i'm not an ezra miller fan and we've covered that many times on this podcast but i did think that his scenes with billy Crudup were very well um billy gave very good emotion which you need to do in that role and also you know in that character and also in the fact that he had very little screen time I mean I watched um the theatrical cut probably twice I don't remember him having a huge huge scene but in the scene that he did have it was very emotional so it does suck that he can't return due to scheduling conflicts you know that's because they pushed the flash back a thousand times so that sucks but that's most likely what's going to happen i'm honestly surprised that that's not happening to say more of the marvel movies um that you know scheduling is just being pushed back for a lot of people and now they can't make certain things but i digress um like you i'm not very familiar with maribel's um you know filmography but this feels like the director um said to himself okay so we can't get the guy who played henry instead of recasting him let's now focus on the mother instead so it'll be very interesting what we can do um i'm still not say the most excited for this movie upcoming but andy muschetti is a fantastic director um and it's going to be interesting seeing a horror movie director take on the flash so yeah that's uh, that's my thoughts on that one uh,
0: I did want to say, I don't think it's addition by subtraction. I don't think uh, bringing in Nora Allen is because you don't have Henry Allen. Um, mm-hmm. I do think ultimately they recast Henry Allen. Um, to me, because what was one of the more important scenes of Flashpoint, well, let me not say most important, but what was um, one of the scenes from that comic and, you know, the, the animated movie was the idea that Reverse Flash had pinned it on Henry. That's why he's in prison. So it's like, I don't know how comfortable I am seeing the flashback, but not in all of its entirety. Um, so I, I don't know. I, it's, I, I'm confused here. I, I really am. I, I don't know what they're doing with this movie. And I think that frustrates me the most. Um,
1: well, so much of it just seems so random. You know, um, yeah. it just seems quite random the more that you are told. I mean, the fact that like we've talked about the casting of Supergirl, I'm not taking anything away from Sasha, but why is Supergirl in a Flash movie? Um, so that, it's, it's a little strange. Well, that, thea, I can see them doing
0: addition by subtraction. I see Supergirl being in because Superman won't be. Um, so that I do believe is a, is addition by subtraction. Um, hold on. Uh, so yeah, so I I just see that a little differently. Um, I really do hope that that's not the case, uh, that that's not the case, that we won't have a Henry Allen, um, that we're able to do, excuse me, we're able to still do Nora and Henry. Like, I don't want, um, you know. I don't like the idea of moving on without Billy, but for the purpose of this story, I hope that it's, you know, we can get um, another Henry Allen. Uh, We are joined with Joel. What's going on, Joel?
2: Oh, uh, we're going right into it.
0: Hi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we had only just started. It's okay. (laughs) We're actually just talking about the casting. Uh, We were classifying it as addition by subtraction. The casting of Nora Allen, but our loss of Henry Allen. So I want to ask you, Joel, do you think it's an addition by subtraction, like Nora's in and Henry's out, or do you believe that they'll recast Henry?
2: Uh, THR just said that they're recasting
0: Henry. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. They clarified. All right. Perfect. Because I was just telling Tia, if Nora's there, it means 10 times out of 10, they're going to show her death. And the biggest mm-hmm. importance of her death was that it was blamed on her husband. Correct. No husband <laughs> was, the whole, was the whole point of him being in prison. If you showing him being in prison. So I'm like, that's, it'd be really weird if they didn't recast them. I was just telling Thea Joel I would actually love, because I, mean you actually got to see the Snyder cut. Um, I enjoyed the extended, uh, you know, the extended um, screen time they gave uh, Billy with Ezra. I would like them to kind of play around with it since you're recasting um, Henry Allen, maybe if Billy's free uh, for the, the sequel, I would love for him to be a Jay Garrick. Um, you know, if, if they go the route of Jay Garrick, like I, I wouldn't mind it. I just really did like the chemistry Billy had with, with Ezra. Um, I would like to see it explored down the road, but um, your thoughts on us getting Nora Allen and, and Billy stepping away.
2: Uh, I'm excited that we're getting Nora uh, in, in the story, and um, I'm disappointed we're losing Billy as Henry because I enjoyed him as Henry. Always sucks to lose a, a cast member, especially recasting. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, apparently, there's some scheduling conflicts. We couldn't do it. So we look forward to seeing who will take his place. And, and now he will have, regardless, he will have both parents in the movie.
0: And to me, that's that's all that matters. He just needs both parents. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember the old, old, old rumors of that first Flash movie where people were speculating we could get, um, ah, what's his name? Ah, God. Um, uh, Wilson, the Wilson movie where he was stuck on the island. Tom Hanks? Yes. Tom Hanks is. Uh, remember the old, old, old rumors of him is is uh, Jay Garrick.
2: Right. Yes, there was definitely rumors. Yeah. Yes.
0: I, I am interested to see if, um, see how big they decide to go. Like to me, if if Henry um, isn't going to be that big of a focus in the movie going forward, um, then you know you don't have to cast big. But if it's going to be anything like how last the series focused on Henry for those first few seasons. Um, I am curious to see if you go small to big um, or, or big to small. So I am interested in that. But we also got the news, Kiersey Clemens will be reprising her role as Iris West. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad, Joel. me and you talked about that. We were really excited because it's just like, why? Why recast her? <laughs> you know?
2: you mm-hmm.
0: did nothing wrong. You You cut her out. you know she never really got to live you know to really be iris west right Um, so give her the chance so uh me and you did speak uh, on our much ado about nothing pod that we were very glad that they decided to keep her tia i want to go to you um your thoughts on kiersey uh, reprising her role as iris
1: yeah, you know, I remember years ago when they were doing castings and they said that they were casting this actress to play Iris West. And um, and then I remember watching, say, the Justice League movie and not really thinking anything because I thought the movie was terrible. So then I moved on with myself. And then I saw these reports talking about cutting um, Kiersey, you said her name was? yeah cutting you've seen i was like oh yeah that's right iris wasn't in this and i sat there saying to myself that kind of sucks your cast to be in this big uh, blockbuster movie and then your scenes are cut. So, you know, that felt really, if I was an actress, I'd feel really shitty about that. Right. Yeah. So the fact that she's going to get, the, not only is she in the Snyder cut, but that she's going to come back to be in the flash movie to hopefully um, I haven't seen the Snyder cut, so I don't know how much she's in this one. So I I'm saying this out of pure ignorance of her scenes but hopefully more fleshed out in the Flash movie and getting her time to shine since the character Iris West is so connected to Barry Allen.
0: Yeah I it's it's like like I've said numerous times it's just weird how everything's falling into place because um, what it seems like they're doing with this Flash movie is just so not the best time to introduce a character um, that you would need to flesh out. Um, because to me, it's just, it's me in my mind, obviously I don't get paid to do this, but it's me in my mind figuring out how much you're, you're dedicating to Iris when we know the story is so much bigger, um, you know, than just a flash story. Like it's the idea that it's supposed to be a world builder. Um, so it's like, you know, you can't really focus on some of the small intricate things that you normally would in a traditional solo movie. Um, Well, yeah,
1: because like, And again, as I said before, so much of say my perception of these characters comes from the CW. So it's like you have the CW version of Iris West who was so fleshed out, you know? I mean, even in just season one alone, you knew who this character was. You formed a bond with this character. Um, So it's like how much of that will be able to, you know, shift over into a movie version where we have a different actress and a movie that's going to have a lot in it. I mean, is there even going to be room for a character who's very beloved by people? Um, are we gonna actually be able to see that? Yeah, I,
0: my mind is just still on... There's only one piece of news I'm, I'm waiting for in regards to Flash and it's <laughs> named Reverse Flash. <laughs> uh, so I will continue to be angry until I hear Reverse Flash is going to be in this damn movie. Um, who do you really quick?
1: Mm-hmm. Who do you want to play Reverse Flash?
0: Okay, now because you guys just saw I went through this with Mephisto, I'm not giving <laughs> any. I'm not giving my heart to the idea that he'll be in this movie. Good idea. Um, Would you say, Joe?
2: It's a good idea.
0: Right, because it's very possible they're not they're not taking from the exact flashpoint. They're They're kind of taking pieces of it to kind of justify the multiverse and, and you know expanding it and, and whatnot. So it might not be any reversal. But to your question, Tia, you, um, I want someone like the guy from you. Um, I want someone that can play that just maniacal, crazy, thinks he's doing what's best for, uh, you know, for the world, but really it's what's best for him. Um, I really would like the idea of that. Um, And someone that's just so different than Ezra. Um, So that would be my pick. Uh, Joel, who would be your pick?
2: I'd probably go older. I don't know. I always looked at him as an older character. Um, So for me, I am I don't know. I mean, I'm open to a lot of different suggestions when it comes to reverse flash. I don't have anyone in particular. I know a very popular choice was um, Dexter. <laughs> What's his name? Um,
0: oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: Michael. Michael, yeah, yeah. He'd be great, obviously. Um, but there's a lot of different places you can take it with, with reverse flash. A lot of different guys that could probably pull it off.
0: Yeah. I, um,
2: I Go ahead, T, I'm
1: sorry no no no. i was gonna say i have two people who i would see it out like as you guys are saying i'm not married to anyone just you know uh, in regards to that i wouldn't particularly be upset if someone else was cast but um neil jackson who played icicle um on star girl i thought could uh pull that oh. off okay. um I like and him. there w- yeah i i like him too i really liked him in that character as well and i think that he can kind of pull that whole shtick off and i did see a few people throwing out anthony Starr. um and we obviously could see what he could do with homelander now it's like if he's homelander and he's spending all his time there would he necessarily have time to be reverse flash um but I think we asked him that question in our interview and I think he was open to it. So it's like, I could see him doing that as well.
0: Fassbender is another big name that was floated mm-hmm. around a lot in Fancast. Um, in mm. um Well, <laughs> Anthony wouldn't have to worry about scheduling conflicts because apparently a flash movie is made every 10 years, so. <laughs>
1: yeah that is very true that is very true um i'm just sitting there wondering if anthony um no h by the way if anthony would be open to being to playing say two maniacal villains at the same time you know actors are very um you know uh, hesitant about that you know they don't want to be typecasted just wondering if that's something that you know realistically he would be open to
0: I mean hey we always say money talks that's
1: uh, true. <laughs> that would be good money yeah. I know he's getting that I know he's getting that Amazon Prime money but that Warner brothers money <laughs> so yeah, that,
0: that's for sure um, all right let's move it along um, <laughs> mr. Benedict Cumberbatch um, <laughs> man okay sorry I had to get my anger out before I went into this okay All right, so apparently he was asked about the character Thrawn, um, which if people aren't familiar, Grand Admiral Thrawn is from Star Wars. Um, I would definitely suggest reading the books, but if not, check out uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, You'll get everything you need to know from that. Uh, But apparently he says an emphatic no when it comes to playing Grand Admiral Thrawn in live action if he has to be turned blue in quotes, there's no way I want to be turned blue.
1: Um, Do we not know, though, if he's joking? British humor is very dry. He Damn. could just be messing with us. Very, he, he very well could be. He also
0: could mean it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, I I have a million different people in my head. Uh, Michael Fassbender would be my guy for, for that um so to me it's not like he hurt my feelings when he said it it's just one of those things where it's just like i i'll never understand like you you tell if if a studio came to me and said Joanna, look you've been you've been acting for a while you know the you know the steam's been growing with you you've been doing a lot of good films we're gonna give you like 40 to 50 million dollars but you have to be blue in a movie i just i'm like there'd just be no point in my life I would ever complain about that (laughs) like it's just like I don't care what kind of actor I think I am if if I think I'm above that it's just like why not and to me I do find Admiral Thawne to be a very poetic character it's not like you know it's I don't know it's a different character than what some would assume so just to be blue isn't like you know, oh, I'm just this stupid blue character. It's like, no, it's a very deep character that you can really your teeth into. Um, but again, my heart wasn't set on him anyway, so keep being Doctor Strange, I guess, is my answer to that. But, yeah, <laughs> I'll go to you. Uh, your thoughts on on him being being uninterested in being blue?
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to think that he's just being like uh, cheeky. You know, riling up. Ben DeConterbach has an interesting sense of humor. I've watched interviews with him before. I've watched interactions with him and say Tom Hiddleston. He has a very, say, like sarcastic sort of humor and he's able to like deliver his jokes without even like moving a muscle in his face. It's why he's so good if you ever watched him on Sherlock. So it's like part of me wants to say like he's just fucking with us. But if, if, if it is really his true intention, like his true feelings that he doesn't want to play Admiral Thrawn because it's going, he's going to be blue. Um, I'm assuming not necessarily because he believes he's, and again, I don't know the guy. I'm just, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt saying that it's not because he thinks he's above it, but maybe he just doesn't want to spend all those hours in the makeup chair. I mean, how long does uh, Zoe Saldana or Dave Bautista you know, spend in the makeup chair. Certainly to your, um, you know, to your credit, Joan, I would feel the same way. You know, if someone, if someone now was like, I'll give you a million dollars, but you got to spend like five hours in the makeup chair to be blue. I'd be like, okay, what time would you like me to get there at four o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning? Fine. I would, um, say,
0: I would even say just a small difference is with Drax and Gamora, I think a, a lot of why they spend so much time in the in the makeup chair isn't to turn them green. It's because there's there's um there's artwork on their faces. Like, yeah. you know, there's designs on their faces. Admiral Thrawn is just blue. Like they Damn. don't have to put designs on him. He's just blue. It, that's
1: it. So it's like the idea but of painting his face. But even that's But even that could take I, I'm just assuming maybe that's it. But um I mean you know listen there I don't know the character that well because I've never watched Rebels um but just visually I mean he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch the high cheekbones the long face it's like oh man that is definitely a visually accurate actor and Benedict Cumberbatch is very poetic and I personally liked his performance as Khan in uh the second star trek movie which i know was a little bit of a controversial casting but i enjoyed his performance as khan he could certainly um act his way around a freaking bush or whatever i don't know what that saying was but um i mean michael fassbender too michael fassbender as well has a way to carry himself it has to be someone who can carry themselves it has to be someone who's tall and or at least seems tall you know broad shoulders and everything from what i've seen of this character it cannot be someone who isn't in the realm of benedict cumberbatch and uh michael foster
0: yeah i mean joe i oppose pose it to you i think him saying no sent shock around the geekdom quite like when charlie hunnam had no fucking idea who the green arrow was um just it it hurt it hurt fans because we had been saying how like dude you look just like oliver queen like you should be oliver queen only for him to be like i don't know who that is (laughs) like i don't know what you guys are talking about um oh that was a thing i didn't know about that oh that was that was that was huge i mean there's probably still people that think charlie hunnam should be um to be the green arrow um,
2: I do. Oh, I still want to be. <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, shoot. What's funny is, Tia, and I'm going to pass it right to you, Joel. I believe three or four years ago, Tia, he was asked about it again, right? And his stance mm-hmm. changed from just seeming not interested to going, yeah, you know, if enough people think I should be, yeah, you know, give my agent a call. You know, I'm interested. So, like, it changed because I do think He heard the response of of how many people want him to be the green arrow. So that's why I'm like money always talks. Benedict, if if warranted by Disney would be in that goddamn chair. Um, But Joelle, I'll pose it to you. Um, Is this something that kind of was just like, who cares? Um, Because I know you're very much of if they don't want to be here, then don't be here.
2: Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. I really didn't care.
1: <laughs>
2: <Exactly> <laughs> I don't really. I didn't want him anyway. I don't really give a
1: shit. Um,
2: but um, well, there's
1: there's so many there's so many people who are probably like losing their minds. Like, how dare you, blah blah. And Joel has the right attitude. It's like, all right, cool. If he doesn't want to be there, then I want someone who actually wants to be there. <laughs>
2: right i mean there's no no point in crying over spilled milk you don't want to do it that's fine whatever there's a whole bunch of guys that you know that would and, and probably would work just fine so that's really my my thoughts on it they'd be perfect honestly but it's not if it's not something he wants i'm not gonna fucking you're not gonna force a guy <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> So,
1: yeah, go, go to Benedict's house and be like hey man listen you're going you're to do this we're going to take you right now you're going to go put on some blue yeah. fucking paint
2: yeah it's 3 in the morning get in the car what Be in the chair all day
0: um, <laughs> but yeah I, I mean yeah like I said it, it didn't necessarily buy. I, I think what upset me was whenever I hear someone doesn't want to be blue uh, or someone doesn't want the the accuracy of things it just always brings me back uh, uh jennifer lawrence it just it always does it just that will forever rub me the
1: the wrongest of ways uh, why did she not want it i feel like you know so much more of behind the scenes than i do does she not want to be blue Was well that the, the, thing? R- the rumor
0: has it that um she just didn't want to after that first movie she just didn't want to sit in a chair for hours upon hours doing that makeup to be blue it's why after the first movie she spent more time in her Jennifer Lawrence face than she did being blue right. um and to me it's like your so, character mutant,
2: strong you know say it again Joel I said though she was mutant and strong you know all that mutant pride she was never a mutant face
0: She's never a mutant, <laughs> right so to me I compare it to if let's say uh the guy that played nightcrawler in uh, x-men united if he came out and said i don't want to i don't want to sit in this chair for for hours upon hours and he was a white faced nightcrawler you know how disrespectful just don't be the character that's honestly that's exactly where my heart always lies at. if you don't want to be accurate then just don't be the character
1: mm-hmm. well simple as perfect- that Correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a while since I've seen the original trilogy but wasn't Rebecca Remain always blue? I mean people. She was only not blue when she lost the ability to be blue
2: she was But that's ne- what I'm
1: saying, that made sense you know, like, but right. it, was she always blue And you know, she was Mystique? Right.
2: Yeah It was only like yeah. one other time that she was not herself, well she was herself and not Mystique and it was not very long <laughs>
1: Right. And not for nothing, that was a huge makeup thing because she was naked the entire movie. So right. it's like that's a yeah. head-to-toe makeup thing all day long. And she gotta you know, I'm not gonna get into it, but she had to bend over for certain things and everything, you know. I mean, Jesus, if Rebecca <laughs> Remain can do it and she can be in full body in the ass crack and everything, you can
0: be blue. <laughs> I just it, it it goes it goes to my bothersome of these studios allowing Hollywood to dictate what they want to do for IPs that don't belong to them. You know, it's like we grew up on this. We've been waiting to get to a point to see it. You don't have the right to take certain things from us because an actor doesn't want to do it or a director doesn't want to do it. Then find someone else.
1: That's that, Just, that's where my heart always is. Just find someone else then. Just get Zoe Saldana to play, to play throng. She has clearly no problem being in makeup.
0: <laughs> I'll take it. Um, all right, let's 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 move on. I could complain about that for <laughs> Um, Netflix is reportedly testing a new verification feature to prevent users from sharing their passwords with others. Netflix, I will sue you if that does happen. You do not get <laughs> to dictate what I do with my overpriced subscription to you, by the way, you don't get to dictate what I do with what I just spent my money on. That would be like if McDonald's was like, whoa, 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 whoa. did you just buy those nuggets? Yeah. Did you just give them to that lady right there? Yeah, no, 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 you can't do that. No, 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 we don't do that. She has to pay for her own nuggets. What? (laughs) Like, you don't get to dictate what I do with my money. I bought it. If I want to give it to half the world's population... I'll do that. I bought it, but I could complain about that for, for hours. Uh, Joel, I'll start with you. Um, does, does this frustrate you at all? Cause I know we have between the three of us, I, I don't even care anymore. The three of us, we have a buddy <laughs> system. We share all the time.
1: <laughs> so what? No, Netflix. We don't do that. Ignore <laughs> John.
0: <Joel. laughs> Screw Netflix, man. Um, but <laughs> But um, no, all jokes aside, like you know, does that kind of feel like an invasion? Like them being able to dictate what you're able to do with money that you spent?
2: I don't. I guess again, I don't care. They could try. I mean, so they've not like this is the first time they've tried to do that. But does it ever work? No, No. (laughs) (laughs) because well, there's a will.
0: (laughs) I just always compared it to. When, you know, Apple and and, and Disney and places like that were saying how like, oh, you want to watch Raya? Like, you know, we're going to make it specific to your account so like you can't share it. And I'm like, all right, if you do that, it still doesn't get you what you want. Because now all I'll do is I'll invite Joel, Tia, Dom and like the whole eastern hemisphere over my house to just watch it with me. So you still don't get other people to spend the money on here on your platform because we're sharing it a different way. So it's like, to me, it's just like, let it go. Let it go. I'm telling you right now, Disney Plus having the amount of subscriptions that it does. I can tell you right now, I know at least 50 people that share their their Disney Plus accounts. So it's like, if if people share their accounts and they're still making their numbers meet, Netflix, don't blame it on account sharing (laughs) that your stock is not as high as it used to be. Make better content
1: it's like netflix your stock isn't as high as it used to be because you keep raising the prices to an astronomical amount that is not is not worth it you keep canceling shows that are fan favorites this is like not even the marvel shit you've canceled glow you've canceled i'm not okay with it you've canceled plenty Mm -hmm. of other shows that people were favorites of it's like people are going to get frustrated so it has nothing to do with the fact that people are sharing passwords. it has everything to do with that your movies aren't that great you keep canceling fan favorite shows but you'll keep making the same freaking uh to all the boys who i love and shit like that and other crap shows and movies like that i'm sorry that riled me (laughs) my bad it's it's honestly netflix's um you know ip isn't as great as it used to be and they keep raising their prices and i think i saw something like a month or so ago that was like Netflix may raise its price. It's like it's already like $15. What do you mean you're going to raise your price? Right. Screw this. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's,
0: like, it's 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 like you mm-hmm. said it's already high. You want to go higher and then you want to dictate what I'm able to do with my overpriced money that I'm spending on on your app. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Yeah. No. And, and I guarantee you if they do that not only will they see a drop in in, uh, in subscribers, um, Peacock, HBO Max, um, Paramount Plus, Disney, uh, Disney Plus, they're going to bury Netflix. They're going to bury Netflix. And you know what we'll be having in 10 years from now? A documentary about how Netflix no longer exists, like Netflix is doing the blockbuster. That's what's going to happen.
1: The rise and fall of Netflix. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happens.
0: so it's like, yeah, sure, all right. You want to test this? Go ahead and try. Like to me, there's nothing on Netflix right this moment that if I could never watch again, I wouldn't know how to survive.
1: Not a thing. No, I mean, to me, the only thing on Netflix that I'm say looking forward to is Narcos Mexico season three, but. I can just do with Netflix what I do with other apps, cancel it. And then when a show comes on, then, you know, get it back up and running, watch it, and then cancel it again. (laughs) I can just do that to
0: Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hell, I mean, shout out to Disney Plus because they guaranteed that we're not able to, (laughs) that fans can't do that this year. They literally have a show every month. (laughs) <laughs> Almost every yeah. year, they're like, they're like, oh. I
2: dare you to cancel. Yeah, I
0: dare you. Like, if I was Disney Plus, I would be so petty. I would have it to where, if you leave, it's like a two month wait to come back.
1: No, <laughs> Joanne that's so evil.
0: <laughs> so it's like, damn, I really wanted to see Loki after Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, should
2: have lie. thought about
0: that. <laughs> didn't no <have laughs> did Um, but no, I think we all can agree. It's, it's, it's an enforcement that just won't work. I mean, hell, if the United States couldn't keep people in the house during a pandemic, you think you're going to keep me from sharing my Netflix password? Ain't going to happen, Captain. Just ain't going to happen.
1: No, Um, I want to say one last thing about Netflix. Like Netflix is only advantage right now. It's, it's two only advantages is that, um, you know people fucking share the password and also that there's no ads right. um the moment that the, the moment that netflix starts doing ads or starts doing what say like amazon prime and hulu are doing or hbo max you know all the others pretty much where they release episodes weekly which drives me crazy like that's the one of the only advantages netflix has the moment that they start doing shit like that it's like all right then i literally don't need you because you've canceled everything i've loved um and you're it's too high you're what you're charging so i don't need you anymore
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, i'm close to that already with just this news uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i don't even pay for my netflix and i'm still upset about this <laughs> but um but anyway let's move on uh speaking of which Tia, uh, i'm gonna go to you uh, a cheaper ad supported version of hbo max is set to debut in june how effect, uh, how how beneficial do you think
1: that'll be for um for hbo max i mean money wise it will be beneficial because hbo max is also on the pricier side you know so mm-hmm. if people are willing to you know watch ads then they'll be okay with doing a cheaper price like uh hulu right i have hulu but i have Mm. the most basic um hulu which is uh 5.99 per month and it has ads yeah (laughs) the ads the ads aren't that bad and it's cheaper um and hulu like people underestimate hulu by the way hulu has a very huge library as well and it's constantly adding so you know in this whole streaming wars race we should probably mention hulu every once in a while but Mm -hmm. um if if HBO Max wanted to go in, say, that direction. I wouldn't mind. I know your feelings towards the Juan, where it's like it's now basically cable at this point. But you got to remember that everyone has to make money. And it's like, what are you going to sacrifice, right? Would you rather pay them more money and have no ads? Or, you know, in today's really tough times, would you rather save a few bucks and deal with a little bit of ads? Because I still don't think any of these streaming sites have as many ads as cable has commercials. Um, So that's, that's my feeling on it. Well, to answer your question, I am overpaying for Hulu
0: to not have ads. Um, the, <laughs> thing, the thing I've I hated most as a kid is like when a battle is getting really intense and then it fucking goes to commercial, like, bro, what? <laughs> like, come back now. Um, so I like the idea that I don't have to worry about that, like, especially well, going through all this old anime, like Joel trying to get mm-hmm. through One Piece. If there were commercials, <laughs> I would still be on episode two. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I, I. Say it again.
2: I said I watched them all with commercials.
0: Yeah, I I I can't. I can't. My attention just it it changed too
1: quickly. And I'll lose interest. Well, I'll and just like, I'll just stop. say this. Like when the pandemic started, I had to, you know, you have to assess financially what's worth it, right? Sure. So Hulu so Hulu has its, you know, most basic. I even went in and changed my Netflix. I don't know if you guys know this but netflix does have a cheaper option for like eight something but you can only do that's what you're paying okay Mm -hmm. um you know so if hbo max had a cheaper option you would get more people i bet you there are people out there right now who don't have hbo max because they look at the price and they're like "Mm, that's a little steep for me but if hbo comes out with a cheaper you're going to have more people who are going to say you know what that's a little more worth it but how much cheaper a dollar cheaper that's not even worth it
0: <laughs> yeah no and, and let me be let me be clear i i understand why it's <clears throat> why it's beneficial for for the people um, i'm just saying for me once you put an ad in there my attention is just it, it's it, it it just goes it literally we need to help
1: you with that, Joan. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but no. The best way I I I work around that is like when there's a show that comes on TV like Snowfall. I love Snowfall, but I can't ever watch it live. I record it so I can just fast forward through it. Because once that commercial comes on, my attention just goes somewhere else. And then before I know it, I'm like, shit, it came back on. And I was <laughs> looking at whatever. Like now I gotta <laughs> now I gotta go back, or you know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like I need that constant. So that's why I'm like, if everything I have can be without ads, it's why I can't even do YouTube. <laughs> like, like I'm watching YouTube. I'm like, man, like they're really making some good points. What an ad? Like, and now I got to watch eight seconds of this ad before I can skip it. Um, so I get why to some people it's very, very, very beneficial. Um, but for me, I went out and I have the, the only uh, version of HBO max that you can have uh, w- without the ads um, I, just, I I personally couldn't do it could not do it um, <laughs> but Joel, um, how beneficial do you think this will be?
2: It's cheaper for some people that it'll be fine as long as they can take it. I think that a lot of younger people these days can't take ads you know they just keep swiping and hopefully like oh, I gotta skip I gotta skip. It doesn't work that way. I grew up with commercials where it's always on. <laughs> like I'm, I'm used to commercials. These like one minute commercials are not going to hurt me, so I, I I can take it for a cheaper price. I don't really care. So Hulu, for me? I have it with ads. I can live with it. it. It just gives me a chance to look at my phone. You know, um, everywhere else I don't. Again, I don't care. I'm used to not having ads too. But like it doesn't bother me to have ads because I again because I'm used to it. But if it for, for people that because fifteen dollars is a lot. You know, for some people, and don't get me wrong, HBO was already fifteen dollars without the Max part. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but people don't know that or don't look at it that way. That didn't have HBO. You know, so if they can get it for like maybe half the price or just a couple dollars cheaper, it might be worth it to them. And they get some ads, but you know, they still get the content. You know, so it might work out for you know for those people that, that want HBO. So I think it it could work.
0: Yeah, and and I get how it's beneficial for HBO Max. Because they get ad revenue. Um, so they're making, they're making their money up from the lack of what you're paying, but what they're getting from these ads. So I, get, I get it from them. Uh, they're not trying to be nice to us. They're just like, well, how can we make money and still get subscribers? Ah, ads. Um, so I get it. I, I completely get it. I completely get it. Um, and Joel, I'm, I'm not that young. I, I grew up on commercials, too. <laughs> It's what built my hatred for it. So when Netflix came out, I was just like, "Wait, what?"
2: But man? you are part of that younger generation, so and all like, like like my niece won't so she stopped using my free Hulu because I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <can't> do it. <laughs> I'm fucking on you. you. Go ahead and pay for it. <laughs>
1: You're the youngest one here, John. <laughs> um, let me get AJ here, so I'm
0: not. Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, moving on I want to go Tia to um we you got some John Wick news Tia
1: yes I did uh, today I had the pleasure of speaking with Ian McShane I can't believe he, I want to say like sir Ian McShane but I don't believe he was knighted so I can't <laughs> say that <laughs> it's, it's, McKellen. Uh, it's McKellen not uh not him only no i know ian, ian mckellen anthony hopkins every other every other british guy No, yeah. um but i mean he was marvelous by the way um very pleasant very personable um i listen american gods has no rain on him because mm-hmm. he was saying some shit that like he was Okay, really quick, right? Before we um, got on the interview, I said, you know, Ian, I got the opportunity to see episode nine, which premieres this Sunday. Um, So we'll put the interview out after on monday so can we talk about you know episode nine spoilers he's like oh yeah no i love spoilers i love spoiling shit and, and he does because we he then talks about episode 10 which i've seen so it's like i know he's talking about shit and then he's talking about things that haven't even happened yet you know they happen in the book and i'm like in, in the back of my head i'm like ian the american gods like snipers are going to tell me to like never put this out but i'll put it out and wait for them <laughs> to like tell me so anyway At the very end of the interview, I asked him, you know, what's going on with John with four. He said that they're writing it right now and that, um, you know, it's going to start shooting hopefully sometime in July. What was really interesting is I'm not sure if he was just saying this or if he has any sort of like insight idea about it, but you know how previous it was announced that three and four were going to be filmed back to back. And then obviously the pandemic happened and that couldn't happen. So he said something along the lines of like, um, I don't think that they're going to film four and five back to back because they saw that that couldn't work with three and four. And in my head, I was like, was there a five confirmed? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. Um, So again, Ian lovely lovely man very talkative (laughs) his age his agent doesn't have anything on him (laughs) i just thought that was funny like to me (laughs) i was just like his agent must be sitting there going ian stop (laughs) and ian just don't give a shit
0: (laughs) yeah when when you get to that level uh there's just nothing nothing anyone can do to you um, no, but I, I do think five was mentioned before. Cause I do think it was originally supposed to be filmed four and five together. Um, yeah. Well,
1: he said that that's not going to happen. So.
0: Right. Right. Oh, well also, you know, it couldn't work out because in that time, that was when Keanu was doing matrix. Um, right. so right. I think he's finishing up matrix if it's not already done. And then he's yeah. apparently to what Ian's just saying here, he's going to go right into John wick four. Right. Um he's a hard-working man keanu reeves very much so i would have definitely liked to have known to if he's going to be part of uh the um the show on stars that we're supposed to be getting
1: about the hotel oh the continental yeah. yeah yeah see the thing is that i was only given 15 minutes with ian mm-hmm. um wow. And he's a very eloquent speaker. Um, and I did, and I did, pu- I did push it. We went to twenty minutes, and I, I, I felt the agent in in my heart, like telling me, like stop it. stop it (laughs) stop asking questions and it's like no I need to ask questions but uh, um uh I probably could have spoken to Ian probably for like an hour or more he was a very lovely person to speak with so if I had gotten more of the opportunity I would have asked those sort of questions but um yeah no I mean it's cool to get some John Wick news I actually watched the John Wick movies later than most people um and then I just couldn't stop Like, it was over the summer that my boyfriend had watched it, and he's like, you gotta watch John Wick, like, one and two. And we did that, and I was obsessed, and I was like, hey, the third one's on HBO Max, let's watch it, and it's just so good. It is. Yeah, me and Joel saw it in theaters together.
0: Um, Very enjoyable. (laughs) Cringy, at certain points, but so
1: goddamn enjoyable. Well, Uh, that first one, like, to me, the first one's the best one. Ooh.
2: Yeah, no, I won't argue with that.
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought you were like, no, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. We we can't say you're wrong because that's 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 your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd I'd probably have to go with three. Um, Holly Berry was such a such a damn standout in that movie. Um, and the action, I think the action was a little bit more. Uh, Was a little bit more crisp, Um, and they were able to do a lot more in three than they were in one. Throwing the, uh, taking the, I think it was a knife or something, and stabbing him in the eyeball. The fight with Bobon at the beginning, Um, the dogs. There was just so much in it that I was just like, this is fucking bananas. Like this is no,
1: and don't, and don't get me wrong. I loved three, which by the way, like I didn't know that guy Bobon existed at first. I thought that was CGI. I was like, oh, that's a little campy that they like CGI <laughs> this guy to look so massive. And yeah, it's like, I oh no, that real. that guy is, is really that. But um I think I liked <laughs> one the most just because it was a more contained smaller story. I appreciate the world that they're building, but in a like simplistic story sense, that's why I liked um one the best. No, no, I,
0: no argument. I, I love them all. yeah they're all phenomenal no no arguments on on where you go i just to me i like when heights are are heightened um not story-wise just if if it's an action movie to me the biggest thing you have to capture me with is the action and it can't be the same and they've managed to make the action different in each of the three movies and that third one was just fucking bananas um but yeah Um,
1: by the way Sorry, I don't mean oh, to right. keep interrupting. Before you move on, you know, in the second one, the guy who plays Chernabog is in it. Remember the beginning?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember.
2: He's in a lot things.
0: So much. Uh, but, Joel, did you have anything you wanted to add about the John Wick news?
2: No. I, I, I want to see it. <laughs> it the was movie.
0: like i want it i want it bad I want
2: to um <laughs> own it. so i might buy it the trailer or maybe i just wait for the fourth one i don't know we'll see
0: yeah i think what i'm gonna do is because i i said i would do it in the infinity saga but then i decided not to because disney plus came out um but what i think i might do is wait until all yeah. the john wick movies are done and then just buy that huge box set yeah probably do that yeah um, yeah, by the way, shout out to Disney Plus because it really robbed um, Walmart of the money I was gonna spend to get that Infinity Saga box set. Yeah. When I heard when I heard, hey, you can just pay eight dollars or seven dollars or six dollars, however much it is, and they're all already here. I was just like, Well then why would I buy this box set? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, why would I do that? Um
2: I already had them all, so it was like unnecessary.
0: Oh very. Yes, you do have them all. Absolutely. You're right. Um, you are of uh, a rare breed of today, Joelle, that still enjoys collecting the um, the DVDs.
2: Only for the superhero movies. I collect them superhero Blu-ray. Right. That's right. why John Wick is special, because it's not a superhero thing, and I feel like getting it anyway.
0: <laughs> well, wait, don't you have James Bond? You have James Bond.
2: Yeah, but that's because again, that's like one of those special oh, things, yeah. <laughs> I got you. like, I like the, the what's it called, the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. So, I got right. those, yeah. or the Planet Apes movies. I like those,
0: yes. Uh, Matt Reeves's, yeah. Um, mm. all right, let's move on. This is a topic, Joelle, you really wanted to talk about on Much to Do About Nothing, and Tia really wants to talk about it in Geek Vibes Live, and that is the rumor. That Rob Zombie is directing a yeah.
1: monsters reboot.
2: Monsters.
1: Monsters. Monsters, not monsters, the which is monsters. probably which is probably why Rob Zombie thought he wants to direct us in the first place. He heard it as monsters <laughs> and it's like, no, monsters. There's you in there.
0: <laughs> um yeah, shout out to my autocorrect that changed monsters to monsters. But I read it, <laughs> I had it written. Um, but Tia, um, you were really excited about well the, let me not jump the gun. You really wanted to talk about this, uh, um, so your thoughts on the possibility uh, that Rob Zombie could be attached to directing Monsters?
1: The monster. Yeah.
0: The, mon- the monster. Oh my goodness, we got to get out of this topic. <laughs> 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 your, your thoughts, Tia. You.
1: Yeah. So. Um, I know everyone knows the Adams family, right? Everyone knows they're a kooky, gothic sort of family, and it's funny, right? Ha ha. Mm -hmm. And certainly I like the Adams family, but I grew up on the Munsters. Not literally grew up, I'm 30, so obviously I didn't grow up when I first came, but I grew up with my grandparents, and my grandparents loved the Munsters. We watched it all the time. The Munsters were very near and dear to my heart. And the Munsters and Adams Family came out within a few years of each other, and they have very similar concepts. Um, but, and so obviously, the Adams Family kind of like ran with more popularity. It's had a bunch of reboots, it had a Broadway show. Munsters really didn't have that. I love the Munsters. I still think it stands up it's on Netflix. I rewatched it like two years ago. I'm like, I am still laughing. This is like a show from the thirties and it's still funny. Um, and (laughs) the monsters is a funny thing. It's yes, you have pretty much the Frankenstein monster you have dracula you have the bride of frankenstein looking you have you know all these like monsters but the whole point of them is that they're a very delightful family the the you know the married couple they love each other they love their children and they live on a block and you know they think they're perfectly normal but everyone else is like oh my god they're so strange and you know that's the humor of it like they're a very well-to-do family that's just a little kooky but they love each other and they're just kind-hearted people so it's like my first one I heard Monsters Reboot I was like awesome I mean we'll finally the Monsters are finally getting a light shined on them and I'm not often the biggest fan of these reboots because I'm like you could just watch the originals but the fact that we've had a million like Adam's Family reboots I'm like all right you know we can have a Monsters but then I heard Rob Zombie was rumored to direct it and it's like no offense to Rob Zombie he's a good musician and he's a good director but this is not his shtick this is not the Monsters I don't need bloody God, you know bloody gory version of these characters where they're like killing their neighbors and shit like that like to me that's not the right director to tackle this project i do feel very strongly about because you know it is a very nostalgic thing for me um and i just don't want the monsters to be used in like name only and for it to be like oh well let's get this Darker versions. Like, no, maybe you could do it with the Addams family because you've rebooted it so much. The fact that this is going to be essentially like probably the first reboot since its original run, I don't feel as if it should be something that's kind of bastardized just to fit within, say, a more hard driven genre because suddenly. That's the thing, you know, with the uh, Halloween movies coming back, Chucky's coming back. They're talking about a new Friday the 13th. It's only a matter of time before Freddy Krueger comes back. So it's like, oh, they're thinking, how do we get these monsters again? You know, let's do the monsters. It's like, no, 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 that's not your thing. That is not your thing at all. Stay away from it. So um, my, I wasn't excited about Zombie being rumored. I was fired up to talk about this. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I I slightly disagree. I don't think because that's his background that that's where he. Again, this is all speculation because it's only a rumor. But, um, and the main reason why I disagree with that was your background doesn't define what you're able to do. Um, the Russo brothers coming from comedy and then making a really serious spy thriller, in um Winter Soldier and then. Seeing James Wan go from Saw to do Aquaman. Aquaman felt nothing like Saw. It was different. He was able to come into our world and bring elements of his world. Um, but to me, I'm like, if Rob Zombie can find a happy medium of making this the same funny, um, entertaining um, product that you're used to, uh, you know, if he's able to find the blend of coming to your world with a mix of his. To me, I, I think that's like, we we all unfortunately have to give up the idea of things being true to what we know it to be because it has to be mainstream to the the people of today. So there's people that have never heard of, of the Munsters. So you kind of have yeah. to make it a little bit more modern to pertain to them. So it might be the perfect combination of mixing the two worlds, uh, and I get you, it's not monsters. So again, we don't need to see someone's head being bit off or, you know, an ax cutting someone and like, no. But I, I do think he he could find a positive balance between the two to where it's it's not, it's not far off from what you're used to. I'm just saying, I don't think it would be a problem because we've just seen too many times, directors come from something completely different than uh, what they head into, and it worked. Like I said, I have no idea who the hell the Russo brothers were. Um, And then to find out they came from a comedy background and were able to do um, Winter Soldier so well, and and that movie was nothing like a comedy. Um, So to me, I think he can do it. I mean, I wouldn't argue with you that that shouldn't be the first person you call, um, but if he wanted to do it, and that's where this rumor is possibly coming from um then I would wholeheartedly trust that if it's something he wanted to do he would honor it um
1: so I mean that that that's just personally how I feel but uh no yeah I mean you could be completely right you know and I would be prepared to eat my words um I wanted to say about you know making it more modern and changing it it's like I understand that. Um, I think my comparison always goes to the Adams Family, because it's like, even though they've had different iterations, they've all generally been the same with the same concept. And it's like, I just want to make sure that that's done um, with arguably the better family. (laughs) I'm going to come on record and say that. Um, But, yeah. So, I mean, if Rob Zombie can do it, then that's fine. Um, it, It would just be interesting, you know? And I, I mean, just hoped that he would do it okay.
0: I mean, me and Joel spoke about this like I said we talked about this the other day and I was saying how because I I never saw the Halloween movies before I saw Rob Zombie. So I had only had seen mm-hmm. Rob Zombies. I've seen them all um now, but I had only seen his. And to me I didn't understand the hate cuz I'm like, well if he made the exact same movie that you had already had you would then be upset that he just made a carbon copy of what you've already seen. So he had to make it different. Um, now, you know, if someone wants to argue how different he decided to go, that's a different argument for a different day. Um, but to me, it's like, as long as the heart of it's still there. Um, you know, to me, I, I I feel like it should still be a good product. Um, but Joel, how, how do you feel about this, this rumor? Um, I was
2: excited, honestly, because like I haven't seen heard from the monsters in a very long time. <laughs> so, um, like like what Tia was saying, like no one really talks about the monsters. They ever really they never really got a reboot, you know. Uh, and I did. I also grew up with the monsters, like on Nick at Night, and I just because they were day marathon shit, and that was one of my favorite ones. The monsters. I actually preferred it over the Addams Family TV show, even yeah. though I really, even though I love the Addams Family movies, but. I, the, in terms of shows, I prefer The monsters over that as family. Um, but, um, like, I'd love to see what he's going to do. But apparently he's a huge fan. Like, he's a big, big fan of the show. And apparently he's casted his, his Herman and, and Lily. So um, he apparently has two people already, in, you know, in the roles. So, like, I'm... Um, We'll see <laughs> like, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with it. Um, obviously he's known for crazy hor- horror and gore and uh, definitely you know, the first thing you think about is his his um you know his movies that are just insanely crazy <laughs> uh, but you know it's apparently gonna be a comedy. so like uh, it, is it a horror comedy or is it just a straight up comedy like we uh, don't know this will be probably a movie something he's never done before in terms of not going all the way bloody you know what I mean he's got to probably put a limit on it
0: I mean I think my best example would be definitely knowing that Sabrina came from a um a comedy it was a comedy when it was on television and when you watch the version on Netflix it's drastically different than that comedy but to me it works in its favor because you just that kind of comedy I don't think you could really sell to to this generation you had to do something more modern and different um and and it worked well you know in my opinion i'm not saying that factually in my opinion it worked i love sabrina um, the the show on netflix so to me it's like uh and and i still the point i'm trying to make to you is it still felt like the heart of sabrina right like it didn't sabrina didn't feel different everything around it did so to me, if the monsters can be everything you've always uh, you know, known it to be, but everything around it is different, then it's the balance of him coming to your world, um, but bringing aspects of his world into it. Like I said before, James Wan having to put his sprinkle in Aquaman by giving us the, the trench. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was his way of going, oh, y'all thought you weren't getting any horror in this shit? Nah, dog. Um, and it worked, you know, I, I do personally think it was the weirdest <laughs> timing of that movie to have it. Um, but it worked, it, it, it worked. So it go ahead, Joel.
2: No, I'm saying agree. It did work. I love that scene.
0: Um, so to me, it's just always about finding the balance and if they find a good balance and like Joel said, that's very important. That's what I was alluding to. If he's a fan, I find it hard to believe that if he loved the original, he would drastically change it. Um, and make it something it's not so as long as he's a fan um and he wants to do right by it i have all the faith in the world that you know that he will and, and that's no. where I'm, I'm hoping to go with it that it is everything you and Joel have known it to be
2: yeah hopefully yeah. you know I, I, I don't want an update don't get me wrong i want it to be i don't want the exact same thing i would love a modern day interpretation of it but i still have to keep the spirit of it you know
1: right it has to keep the spirit um when i think of like modern day like monsters um you know i think cell phones computers seeing them you know right. deal with shit like that you know right. I, I don't right. necessarily want them to go into the basement with the grandpa and he has heads uh freaking hanging from the ceiling that's what i'm saying you know well, also, uh,
0: <laughs> i mean by modern to you, like think about it stranger things huge sabrina huge there is, a, there is an aesthetic of that look, of that feel, of that horror feel that unfortunately, weirdly, is just really hitting off in, in today's generation. And that's where it looks like they're going towards with a lot of remakes. They're going towards with a lot of reboots, a more darker version of something that was lighthearted. So to me, again, I'm not saying that's what will happen, but unfortunately, it's what's working today. So it might be something like the grandfather having heads down there. Now, how it, you know, how it pertains to the story, how it works, we don't know. But unfortunately, that darker edge seems to be very popular today. And it seems to be where everyone's leaning towards. Um, yeah. So that's what I mean. But I didn't mean modern, like, like you were saying, Taylor, like cell phones and stuff. I meant more modern, like the aesthetic seems to be darker, not lighter. Darker, people want darker, um, so it's very like I said. It's, Rob Zombie could be the perfect guy for the studio because he can manage that to where he can kind of bring a darker edge to something um, like the monsters. You know, whether it's good or not, we gotta see. But that's I'm definitely okay. where the studios are heading with almost everything. Uh, I mean, hell to you, Fresh Prince, the the new Fresh Prince that we're getting. Is a darker story than the lighthearted comedy that we got before. So dark is just where every studio right now is is wanting to go.
1: No, yeah, and I I get that completely. You know, you got to go with say what sells. Um, so I understand that. Um, I guess I'm still just coming from the stance of, you know, I, I guess from someone who grew up watching it, it's like. I want people to love this as much as they've loved the Adams family right. all mm-hmm. these years, you know, that's my thing. It's like, I want it to be something where a lot of people can see it and appreciate it. So, but again, I could eat my words. Um, if Rob Zombie comes out with a good uh, adaptation where it feels new, but also holds the spirit, then I will uh, go and watch it with uh an open mind,
0: but CTA now, now, and I was waiting for a moment to where we got to something that you were as passionate <laughs> about as I yeah. am with other stuff. Cause now you understand what I've been saying to you about how continuity matters because you have one company doing it. The other company can do it. And I want people to appreciate DC the way I have since the day I first read a Batman comic, you know? So that's why when I'm like, it, it no, people need it to be in a continuity and make sense. It's because I grew up on it and it's like, I want people to appreciate DC the way that I do. You know what I'm saying? So I get you to you. I get you. But now are you starting to see what reality is on how, don't nobody care about what we want. To hear.
1: <laughs> well, listen, they've had the only thing that I could argue against that is that you've had a million freaking Batmans.
0: We've only had one monsters. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I just mean the continuity of a world of DC, not just you doing a good Batman movie, a world. And, and it's just the idea of, like, come on, man. Like, I have I grew up on this. Why can't you just do it right, <laughs> you know? Still
1: right. Uh, well, that's the studio's fault. They just, like, don't know what the hell they're doing. They got everything up in the air. It's juggling around and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why are these big studios? It's like, you come in. All right, so just to go into that, right? It's like, for you, it's that. For me, it's right now, say, like, the monster. You right. sit there and they're like, we're going to come out with this stuff. And you're like, yay, but we're not going to do it right. And you're like, well, why are you doing it? Then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Why can't yeah. you just figure your shit out? hundred <laughs> percent. But I
0: mean, and, and like you said, people not giving an appreciation to the monsters is the same thing me and Joelle have been saying forever. It's like to oh, hear kids today tell us that the holy trinity of comics is iron man captain america and thor is the most heartbreaking shit you could ever hear it's like oh my god you poor babies you don't know like you don't you don't know a world where superman batman and wonder woman is jammed. you don't know a world
2: well that's the thing too like you don't like you people don't look at DC the same as Marvel. They definitely should, and that's it's because of the movies, you know, because right. they're those those movies are they're so they're viewed by everyone, and popular opinion sways what people think most of the time. So I'm like the DC characters are just as good as the Marvel characters. It's just a matter of how they're being used, and and you know the the, the you know for the longest time, Warner Brothers didn't know the fuck they had in, under their belt. That's really what it came down to.
1: Right. Which and, I will go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. No. Go ahead. I... I'm gonna make one last point with the movies, and I swear we can move on. Um, the Marvel movies are so popular because they're so seen because they're marketed towards a larger audience. Being under Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you say that you're going to come out with a Monsters movie directed by Rob Zombie, and parents are going to be like, "Oh, cool! The Monster is a thing that like I grew up on, or like my parents grew up on." oh, it's directed by the guy who made The Devil's Rejects? No, I'm not taking my child to go see this. And wow. then it's not appreciated by a wider audience.
2: Well, the I, trailer will, will do that for them. And most say, random why, people don't know who directors are. <laughs>
1: right, that's why, <laughs> But
0: that's why, see, I've been telling you guys for years that's why marketing means everything. If you market it right, parents will take... I mean, hell, see, <laughs> if parents saw Deadpool trailer and still was like, yeah, I'm gonna take my kid to see this, and then you yeah, know, that... you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah. that was wrong."
0: <laughs> so, so to me, marketing, marketing, like I said, can make or break a movie, and you just have to market it right. And if you're smart, if you're the studio, you'd put reruns of the Monsters back on television uh, right yeah. around the time where you know you're starting to promote this movie to get people reminded, like, "Oh yeah, that's I do remember that." Okay, um, and it'll it'll only drive up sales for you. Um, whether the movie's good or not is to be seen. But, uh, but yeah, um, all right, let's move on. We got a few more before we get out of here. Um, this one is very dear to my heart. Transformers Beast Alliance is looking to begin filming in late May, early June of this year. Production will be primarily taking place in Montreal and Peru. I just hope Beast Alliance is not the name that they settle on um i want my beast wars call it beast wars um i'll even take it if this is alliance in the sequel is beast wars I- i'll take it i'll take it um but to me i'm really excited for this uh joelle me and you <laughs> talked about this uh, to no extent uh, on our figure it out only for Pete and JD to, to go ill what <laughs> um, but <laughs> me and, oh, I watch that <laughs> <laughs> me and you very much love Beast Wars um, to me that's my Transformers um, I'm not saying it's better than the OGs it's just the one that I flock to you know mm-hmm. um, it, like I said Joel I've said this to you before it's kind of like how Spectacular Spider Man is where I drift to over the OG Spider-Man. Not saying it's better; it's just what I what I gravitated towards. Um, right, right, exactly. So, um, so like I said, Beast Wars was was a thing for me. I remember daycare. Um, the lady that used to watch um, me and my friends, we would put on Beast Wars. We would know what, what time it was. But, Joelle, uh, your thoughts on this, like feeling real now. And knowing that filming will begin uh, not too not too far from now,
2: I'm excited. But uh, you know, I need to see like what they look like. That, that's what I'm waiting for. You know, yeah. <laughs> and there's going to be people involved, and Beast Wars never had people involved, so it's going to be weird. Um, so I'm re- I just I got to see it play out. But like, I grew up like you uh, very much, and Beast Wars was my Transformers, and I collected a lot of Beast Wars toys, uh, and I was really big into animals over automobiles <laughs> so
1: uh, <laughs>
2: that's really what it came down to like i love animals so like the, my, the robots were now turning into animals to the cars i was like i could dig that shit so that's what i did i, I loved them um and i didn't even like it when they just started doing trans metals and started looking like half robot half animal I'm like well now you lost the purpose you can't disguise yourself like that what the fuck you're supposed to hide from people when you're half a robot whatever but the uh, point is <laughs> i look forward to seeing how they pull it off because the tra- those transformers are also really small because they're not big they're not car size they're like animal size so like i'm very curious how they explain that shit too so yeah
0: biggest thing is transforming them like that has a look fluid um because you know going from a car to a robot makes all the sense in the world but when i'm looking at a real looking gorilla yeah you're like this robot gorilla it's like all right that it has the look right, you know? Yeah. it's like te- um, Is it
2: techno-organic? Like, I, I, I'm very, very curious how they're going to look in this movie.
0: A hundred percent. And I think the biggest thing to me is I need Paramount at some point, Paramount, Hasbro, whoever, to realize Transformers is not like King Kong or Godzilla or anything like that. Like, King Kong and Godzilla don't talk. So you need humans to balance the narrative of the story. You can't just have yeah. a non-speaking movie with monsters fighting and expect someone to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Transformers is different; they talk. I don't need more people that talk. They they yeah. covered that.
2: But they apparently, don't... this takes place in the Bumblebee universe, but in the '90s instead of the '80s. Uh, and yeah, so and this, it's going to be worldwide or whatever the fuck. So I'm very curious how this all plays out
0: i'm open-minded to it I, I miss what beast wars was which i believe was like the big bang of things to where they landed and it was just it was just primal it was just primal. It,
2: was, it was yeah it was out of time so it was like right. they went in the past and there wasn't like people there wasn't people it was just animals
0: and um dinosaurs uh, and stuff.
2: but the dinosaurs were like the fossils <laughs> you know what
0: right. i mean right so to me so. it's just like I, I don't know i don't it's just it's it's frustrating because it's like you're already trying to sell transformers you putting humans in there to counteract that is just like there's no need because they don't bring anything to it of value they're humans and you're robots you know like again but
2: these, right but these are i don't again i don't We'll see how they do it but these these transformers should not be as big oh at least the maximals i don't know about the fucking Predacons, those motherfuckers might be big because they're dinosaurs and <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they were dinosaurs, so they'll, they'll probably yeah. be big. Um, but yeah, to me, it's just like humans to be watered down Transformers, um, because th- the focus should only be on the Transformers. And the fact that you made them talk lets me know you don't need the humans. They, they're they're mm. not really giving much. But, they, um, you know, they pulled it off
2: last time with Bumblebee, so we'll see.
0: They did, but I only, I only, I only accepted that because it, it does make more sense. Um, because Bumblebee does not talk, <laughs> so it's like a good balance of that would be humans. I, I get it, um, but that's not the case here. So again, I'm with you. Open mind, see how they see how they do it. But I, I'm throwing hands with somebody over at Hasbro if this is trash. I, I'm telling you that now.
2: I want to see they what the performance they use too, like you know. Is it the ones I grew up with? Are they using new ones? Like very curious.
0: As long Optimus was the ape, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was uh Optimus Primal.
0: Yep, as long as that stays the same and uh Megatron is the T-Rex, I, I yeah. think I could be okay with everything else. Um oh, Chido. Chido was my favorite.
2: <laughs>
0: oh shit, I did forget about uh oh, okay, all right. So then that too. <laughs> so those three things. Um Tia, how familiar are you with uh with Beast Wars?
1: So, like you guys, I actually grew up on Beast Wars. Beast Wars <laughs> was my Transformers. Yeah. Um <laughs> I can't remember where I've had... At- oh god, where did it premiere on Cartoon Network tsunami. or something? Tsunami. Tsunami, okay, okay. Um, um it was Cartoon Network for sure. Might it might not have
0: been tsunami, but it was hundred percent Cartoon Network.
2: It was okay. it was not, it was actually I, I think on um, fox but like it moved over a lot it moved around a lot
1: yeah well all right so
0: go ahead i'm sorry to you go ahead
1: no i was gonna say i grew up on peace Wars. those were my transformers um i loved the idea of it i was really into dinosaurs as a kid i guess it was a dress i guess because of jurassic park super into dinosaurs like had mm-hmm. a shit ton of books did like a bunch of science projects on them loved oh. it um I will admit that when I got older a few years ago, I think Beast Wars is on Netflix or something, and I went back to re-watch it, and I didn't personally think <laughs> it held up that well, at oh, least yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I love the concept still. Even though as an adult, I was like, ooh, I, I'm not sure I'm really into this anymore. I still love the concept because you don't really hear that. It's always... They're these aliens that come and they can transform into vehicles. It's like, wait, no, but what happens when they come and it's not modern society, it's animals. And that's mm-hmm. such a cool concept. I don't know how they're going to be able to make it look good. Um, you know, yeah. cartoon version, you can really play around with that. Um, that's going to be interesting. At, like you, Juwan, I agree. I hate the whole focusing on humans so much because and I'll give you reasons why. First of all, um, the comics are great. I don't know if you guys ever read the comics. I did for a while. The comics are amazing. No humans ever. Um, Transformers Prime is a really good Transformers cartoon that does have humans, but doesn't really focus too much on them. Also, They have such a rich history. They have politics. They have gender discussions. They have (laughs) freaking friendships, hatred, you know, they have religion. It's like they have this such this big vast world with all these different um, you know, beings that have such great personalities. And it's like, but no, we had to have a shit ton of Michael Bay movies where it was just explosions and, you know, the humans running around trying to even act as if they could hold their own against massive robots the size of like skyscrapers um so that made no sense so i also don't very much like the idea of hey let's throw in more humans it's like why do you continuously need humans in these movies let them just be their own these transformers
0: yeah no i am completely with you on that i did read the comics um i it's i don't know like i said i accepted it for the modern day of what you're doing with, what's his name, Michael Bay's Transformers, but you're you're not. Let me not say you're not. I don't like you giving me a story that's supposed to be primal, and you're telling me like, oh well, no, it's modern day, but primal. It's
1: like, wait, what?
0: It's um, why what would
1: they, 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 they then? How, why would they then be animals, animals? You know, and then how could you have then dinosaurs? You couldn't. There's no dinosaurs I in mean, the nineties. I,
0: not-
1: I can almost predict now they're gonna go a more
0: scientific route to where um, you know they, they involve science in it somehow. I don't know. To me it's just like you, you don't have to try hard. Like to me, you could do a world of um, I don't know. To me if you were if you wanted to do Beast Wars, it's something that should have come before Bumblebee. That's just how Or I-
1: they could just do their own like literally just do their own separate thing where they do a Beast Wars that actually takes place during the time where it's supposed to take place. No one's going to complain that you don't see a human. They would be like, oh, here's a caveman. We have to have the humans in it. (laughs) I
0: mean, I don't, I'm never a fan of running two stories concurrent to each other in, in live action movie wise. To me, it's just, you know, commit to one. You could do Beast
1: Wars for three movies and then fast forward to modern day. It, it's well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can still have it where it exists within that world. It's just like, this is the prequel. This is how shit started. You know, and you just have the understanding that what you're watching eventually leads up to what you've seen.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, again, open mind, who knows, but oof, does it give me headaches <laughs> thinking of how they could fuck this up? Um uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> To end this on the night, we're going to end our night on Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, and that is, uh, Joel, did you finish Flight Attendant? Yes. Okay, good. Um, me and Tia sweared by that show. Um, the Flight Attendant Season 2 looks to start streaming in spring of 2022. And the second half of that news is that Justin uh, Halpern uh, says that they are looking to release Season 3 of Harley Quinn either late 2021 or early 2022 so it is a kaylee world and we are just living in it tia i'll start with you how excited are you for not only the harley quinn series to
1: be coming back but for flight attendant to be coming back also you certainly um are ending the show on a very positive note uh, <laughs> the harley <laughs> The Harley Quinn show is just amazing. Season two was great. I cannot wait to see what they have in store for season three. I mean, Kayla Coco just is so great and so fun as Harley. I love where they went with it. i That's a show that perfectly um, has these characters that they've changed some of them and it feels good, but you could also feel that classic sort of vibe to them that you've always loved you know obviously they've you know modernized poison ivy they've changed harley quinn they've changed a bunch of them but you still love it because it still feels like um a raunchier version of say like a batman the anime series it's so great uh so i can't wait for that The Flight Attendant was phenomenal. I understand um, the picks for the Golden Globes, but, or the Chris Choice Awards, whichever one. Whichever one snubbed Kaley Cuoco out of an award. I was like, damn it. She was really good in that season. Um, My mom saw that news about it coming out in 2022. And she's like, God, I got to wait a whole year for it. And I'm like, I know, but hope, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Season one ended Um, because originally you guys gotta remember the flight attendant was supposed to be just a limited series one season that's it and you could see the way they ended it that it was a pretty satisfying conclusion even though it did leave the door open for other stories and I'm so excited to see where um, you know Cassie's story goes you know what she decides to do what happens with Rosie Perez's character Megan Oh, it's so good. I love the flight attendant. I love her in it. And I'm happy that she's seeing a life, um, a career outside of the Big Bang Theory. 100%. And I definitely got to thank Tia for
0: putting me on to it. Um, thoroughly loved it. I kind of saw the trailers, It was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, but definitely, Tia got me into it. And I'm glad you did. Loved it. Can't wait. I would inject it in my veins if I could. <laughs> um so excited for for next year. I don't mind waiting till next year cuz to me it's one of those things where it's like you'll blink and we'll be in yeah. December and then it's like oh all right well, you know we have a trailer for flight attendant season 2 you know we're we're ramping up to head right into it in the new year. So to me I don't mind. I'd say the more disappointing thing is I felt like season 1 of Harley Quinn and then season 2 came so fast I was expecting them to continue that because, um, you know, with, even with COVID, you don't have to, you know, you're not acting together. You're in a booth, you know? So, like, I didn't think that that would have slowed down anything um, with that. So I was just expecting it just sooner. Um, but, you know, they say possibly late this year. Whenever whenever a showrunner or a director or a studio says, maybe this, maybe the end of this year, but definitely, you know, but or maybe the the beginning of the, it's always the latter. So it's like it'll be in twenty twenty two. I'm almost I'm almost a thousand percent sure.
1: Which um, will mean two two Kelly uh, projects on HBO Max at this. Yep,
0: yep. Mm-hmm. And
1: I I think I
0: think that's probably why it'll lean more to the latter. Um, just yeah. it makes more sense. Um, but uh, Joel, your thoughts on both the news. <gasps>
2: Well, I enjoyed it too. Like, um, you guys talked about it and I I wasn't really interested in really watching it. And so you guys kept talking about it. So I'm glad I watched it. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I liked how it ended, kept me entertained for like the whole season. So that worked out, you know? Um, so I, I also enjoyed the fight attendant, maybe not as much as you two, but I still enjoyed it. Um, and then of course, Harley Quinn, I'm, I'm, I'm a superhero nerd. So like, that probably takes precedence for me. So uh, I enjoyed both seasons very much and I look forward to a third and where the fuck they take it because man, that show's crazy.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: <laughs> it is crazy indeed. Um, but that's all we got for you guys on this episode of Geek Bobs Live. We want to give a huge thank you to Tia. Uh, a huge thank you to Joel for joining us. Um, a shout out to Dom again, um, he will be back next week. Uh, but I want to end this show on a very, very, very good note. And that note is I want everybody, when you hear this tomorrow, to flood Tia with the warmest birthday wishes. <laughs> uh, I mean, flood her. Um, definitely happy, happy, happy birthday to Tia. I want to show you on your birthday. Uh, <laughs> but Happy right. early birthday. Right. Thank you. Sake, uh, when you guys hear this, it will be Tia's birthday. So huge shout out to Tia. Um, do something really special for her and go out and flood all the latest interviews Tia just just put out with uh the American Gods cast. Uh, show all the love possible.
1: Oh, um, I love them. Not to interrupt you while you're showering me with compliments, Joanne. I loved uh, Joelle's comment on Twitter, by the way, where I think he said something of, uh, at this point, I should just work for American Gods.
2: <laughs> yeah. I said, I, I figured uh, you like American Gods more than Stars does at this uh, point. That, so. Yeah,
1: that's what you said. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that, with uh, heading the club, the president of the American Gods Club. Here yeah. I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even think that's speculation at
0: this point. I, I think we have <laughs> hard, hard facts. Um, I even would probably say the cast probably loves you more than they love Star. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: at this point, you get enough interviews to cast your ass in there as a cameo.
0: Right? right? <laughs> I, I, All right, listen. cameo. Like you know how you know how Hardwick used to do Talking Dead.
2: Yeah. yeah. talking gods talking
0: gods talking gods gods. the after show hear the stars i'm available (laughs) yeah she'll do it crazy of a birthday present would it be if stars reached out to you tomorrow and was just like we heard you and that does sound pretty good you know all right you know we'll fly you out you know see what you can do uh, don't even get me gassed up. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so prepared for when it happens. It's like, Tia, you're getting a call from a Jewin? She's like, Jewin? Juwan? I don't know who that is. Hang that up, Jewin. <laughs> Hang that up right now. I know who is that it. a Juan? <laughs> <It's> Juan. Juan.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but all right, guys. Um, huge shouts out to Tia. Please do shower her with birthday love. Um, We will see you guys same time, same place next week. Please make sure you tune in for Marvel Cinematic Review tomorrow night. I will still be doing it, even though there is no episode to review. Um, I want to keep the momentum going for it. So we're going to have a trivia night, an MCU trivia night, slash what we are expecting from season one of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We'll be live on YouTube on the Geek Vibes podcast. Stay tuned for that, but we will see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Peace. See y'all.